Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Hi, we are back here, um, Fitness Fanatics Hour 2. One of the things we want to we want to bring to the the worldwide masses out there that are listening all over the world because I know they're <laughs> listening all over the world. global global uh, phenomenon going on here the fitness fanatics are um, life changing stories mm-hmm. um, not just weight loss but maybe you know a mental transformation or or something where you know we have people that were just completely at rock bottom and they've used fitness to get themselves out of it. Not necessarily ferals, but you know, something that has helped change their life because I think there's a lot of people out there listening that, you know, have gotten to those low moments and they don't know where to start or where to begin and it just kind of snowballs into one day you're okay, 10 years later you're in the lowest moment of your life, you yeah. know. Um so that's something we want to try to help and bring to to those out there listening. So our first guest here, um, his name is Mike Price. And how are you doing, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. good. Mike was so excited <laughs> that he was here at 930 this morning. He was yes. early, yes, what, which we he get here really to early, go. too. We've Look, gotten here early. Last we're the first ones uh, here both weeks. There's nobody in the parking lot, <laughs> yeah. and we're just out here ready You just never know when a train might pop out right in front of you. That's you right. have to wait, even though you cross right. zero train tracks to get here. <laughs> so we have Mike Price here with us, and how are you this morning, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling really good. Well, <clears throat> I've known you since January. Yep. So really four months. Right. So... I don't, I mean, obviously we work out together yes, at Ferrell's. We do. But what we wanted to share was kind of your story before Ferrell's. Yeah. So you have a very interesting story and kind of the, the bottom line is, is that at one point Mike weighed 520 pounds. Yes, sir. Which, you know, when I started Ferrell's, I was 240 pounds yeah. and 49% body fat. So I, that's not something I can relate to, um, weighing 520 pounds, but what we want to kind of dive into is, as first is kind of, you know, leading up to that point, like, cause I think some of us time goes by and then I'm sure you felt the same way. And then all of a sudden, you know, you were 200 pounds and then you were 300 pounds and mm-hmm. you might be like, Oh, I'm going to get started here next month. Yep. And then it just keeps keeps going until Absolutely. you you reach that point. So, yep. um, tell us a little bit about your backstory and and leading up to, you know, that moment when you were at your heaviest and you were finally like, enough is enough. I need to do something to change my life. So I'm gonna leave it, <laughs> pass it off to you. All right, the word counter is ticking away. I it yeah, is. Right? I know. I'm I done. Know. We're, we're about twenty thousand words. I think. <laughs> it's I all really you. Really want to know? <laughs> it doesn't really have to be all me. Know. You know, we can have a conversation. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but no, I. Um, uh, you know, I think when I became an adult, you know, twenty years old, I was three hundred pounds maybe. So I've always been a bigger guy, um, but you know, you're right. It just sort of slowly happens. Um, the last time I remember kind of keeping track of my weight, I was like three hundred twenty pounds. You know, and I stayed there for, I don't know, a decade or so, just living life. I wasn't working out. I wasn't doing anything like that. But, um, you know, then we, my wife and I had uh, had kids, 
you know, we've got three young kids and, and, um, when you have young kids, you're home a lot. You can't go do yeah. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So life became even more sedentary for me, you know, and it, you're, it just slowly, slowly, slowly happened to the point where, um, you know, you, you, you kind of feel isolated in those times too. When you're, you're home alone, your friends are out doing things and you're home with kids and, and, uh, you, and I just, I'm an emotional eater. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you pack, lose yourself. You pack, you pack on bit. the pounds and yeah. you lose yourself. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it got to a point where, um, you know, I'd gone through a, a weight loss thing previous to that where I had, I was up to 430 some pounds or something like that. Yeah. And, what did you do? Like, cause you, you had said yeah. that you had lost 140, 30 some pounds. So what yeah. were you doing when you, what were you doing at that point to go to when you lost 130? Well, pounds? that, that was a strict meal plan and workout deal. And, um, and, you know, I had to work out four or five days a week, just like we do mm-hmm. uh, at Ferrell's, but it was just weightlifting and, okay. you know, is like a traditional gym yeah. program. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the meals were like heavily scripted, heavily right. scripted. Right. And a lot of like uh, supplementation, like mm-hmm. uh, packets of food you mix up and make. Right. Sure. And that, look, that stuff works yeah. technically. Right. 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 But but the problem with it was there was um, there was stuff available to me after like post support that I just didn't take advantage of. That's a big part of it because when you struggle, when you're so strict for so long, you, and we see this with the end of 10 week sessions too, Mm -hmm. because people will continue on at the end of the 10 week session. They're like, I'm just going to take a week off. Um, and then within that week you just lose, you lose that, you know, that drive. And that's the same thing. If you, if you're on a super strict meal plan and you don't do the follow up, then it's just harder to get back to it. Absolutely. It just is. Cause now, you know, you're going into it knowing what it's going to take yeah. and it's easier to just not yeah. do it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. I mean, it, I can almost remember the day we stopped being committed to it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like some random Saturday, we're not going to go to the gym this morning. And then, um, you know, we went and did other things and then you just never go back. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's amazing to me, uh, how easy that is to do after you've spent at that time, that was a six month program. Mm-hmm. So in six months I lost 135 pounds. I was 330 something and, um, I felt, felt great, but I still had more I wanted to lose and all that. And, uh, you just stop going. And then life happens, you get kids, you got all this stuff, life happens, your work and mm-hmm. all this and that. Yep. And then you get three, four, five, six years later and you're 520 pounds, which seems, thinking back on it, it's so extreme. It's so extreme. I mean, I would walk in my office where I work and people would hear me coming, not because I shuffle my feet, but because I breathe like a freight train, right. you know, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. heavy, yeah. Yeah. heavy, deep breaths. Like they thought I was going to kick over and, um, Every day, like mm-hmm. they were afraid. Today's the day we're going to, have to get this big guy off the floor, mm-hmm. and um, so, you know, when you think about that, like walking from my car to my desk, I'd be out of breath. You know, standing up out of your desk hurts. It hurts mm-hmm. to move. It hurts mm-hmm. to get out of your chair at home. Like, you want to talk about what it feels like to be five hundred pounds? Like, yeah, you know, I'm right now. I'm right at the precipice of three hundred, right, three ten or so. And I feel like I'm half the man I was then. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and it's listening to your body too, because like you said, you're a big guy. Yeah. Like you're always going to be just a bigger right. person. Right. That's not the same as you know, like right. you said, you you can still live a very, you know, active life. Oh yeah. 
in the 300s, oh, sure. you know, but it's yeah. a matter of how, how that weight is distributed, right. how, what you're doing, how you're fueling your body, stuff like right. that. Like you're never going to be 180 pounds, no, right? Man. Like no, and that's, that's just, and that's, you know, right. if you talk to the doctors, like there's, you know, they would all say 185 pounds no. is where I'm supposed to be like, yeah. Dude, if I'm 185 pounds, you're dying. Like it's, so. you're sick. You know, or yeah. or I might right. be in the right. absolute best shape of my life, but not healthy. Yeah, I, no, right? it'd be yes. totally yeah. unhealthy. Yes. And that's so, about being realistic too. Right, right. Not ever. We're not. It's not a cookie cutter. Well, you're it, never gonna. Be, in losing this yeah. weight, people have asked me, "Well, what do you what do you want to get down to?" And yeah, and you know, I just want to be under 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like that's my goal. Yeah, to live under 300 pounds. Yeah. I don't really care what the number is. Well, yeah. and then you know, once you get that goal, then it's more of a matter of like, okay. I'm just going to keep eating how I'm supposed to eat. Yeah. I'm going to keep working out. And wherever that takes me to and takes my body to, yeah. Yeah. that's going to be great. Right. Yep. You know? So if, if you're, you know, there's a difference between like for me being 240 pounds and 49% body fat uh-huh. versus some guys that start ferals and they're 240 pounds and they're 20% body right. fat. Yeah. Like right. yeah. we both weigh 200, 240 pounds. But we look way different, right? Yeah. You know, yep. absolutely. Um, so you got up to five hundred twenty pounds. So yeah. tell me about or tell us about like when you made the decision was like, okay, this is I, this I've I I have had enough, yeah, and it's time to change. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we uh, my wife and I talked quite a bit about it. I I had kind of looked into other like all kinds of options mm-hmm. you know when you're when you're that heavy and you're so miserable like you're like can i cut you're a leg desperate. off right can yeah I, you know yeah. can i walk around without my head there's a lot of fat in <laughs> yeah. there you know and uh, um you know you just start looking at options and you know i i came around to gastric sleeve as something i was really interested in mm-hmm. so i think it was probably october of 20 you know uh i talked to my wife about it and i was like i think i really want to go talk about talk to a doctor about this And, um, you know, we just started the process about then, but I think it was, you know, I had made that decision. We're going to do it. And it was, you know, Thanksgiving. So November, you know, I'm still miserable, but, um, you know, just couldn't get on a scale because you, you, uh, there isn't one Mm -hmm. around that's going to tell you how heavy you are. Um, and, uh, so that kind of, there was kind of a couple month process there from October to like say January of 21, where I was thinking that's what I wanted to do. I had gone to the doctor, we had talked about it, but you know, when you go to that doctor, they're like, well, you need to lose 50 pounds on your own before we're going to do anything with you mm-hmm. because we don't want to. Is that like know. a standard? I think it's I've, an, ins- I think it's an insurance lot. thing okay. more than anything, well, but, but this too. particular doctor was like, I okay. need you to commit to me basically. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you yeah. need to that's, show me you're willing to do it. That's what it seems yes, to me good. that yeah. that is more yeah. about, but also yes, the higher your weight the higher the risk of the surgery but i hear a lot of people say that and i do think it's that mental you know it's it's not a quick fix and they're trying to set that up to you and me like right away like yeah you have to meet me here yeah you meet meet me halfway i'm gonna i'm make you lose 50 pounds and then i'm happy to help you here okay and uh and that was uh, certainly that was and i'm sure it's more about the you know the the success of surgery Mm -hmm. the heavier you are the less successful and doctors are like anybody they want to win Right. You know, they don't want they don't they don't want you to end up failing or dying or anything else. So so um so in that couple month process, you know, I was still my my mind was shifting towards doing this surgery, which is extreme, you know. A lot of people were Mm -hmm. like, I don't think you should do that. That sounds really crazy. And it probably is, (laughs) if you think about it, you know. Um but um 
but my low, my rock bottom low moment, I had a, a, a ceremonial event for a fraternal organization I'm part of. And my role in that was to walk all these dignitaries around the room, mm-hmm. right? So it's COVID. So we're masked up. I'm in a tuxedo, which is not comfortable anyway at 500 right. pounds. They don't make a tuxedo to fit comfortably for a 500-pound dude. They right. don't, there's right. not, not one that exists. So super uncomfortable. And at that time, 41 years old or whatever it is, and I had to have a cane to walk around mm-hmm. the room, to stay standing and walk around the room. Super embarrassing. Uh, I was at 41. At 41. Yeah. I'd have a cane. Yeah. And of course, I mean, COVID doesn't help with the wow. mask and all that, yeah. but I would have been out of breath anyway. Right. The yeah. mask just highlighted the pain, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and I'm not, you know, so it was just a total show, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, and there were people there that, you know, I, I respect and I love and I care about and they feel the same for me. And just the, the look in their eyes mm-hmm. was a killer. Yeah. Cause they were embarrassed. For me, right. it was awkward as hell for them, and just worried. And, and they were scared. Yeah. Like, they thought I was going to die, yeah. you know? Like, this guy's going to have a heart attack right here in the middle of the room. And um, that was that was about as low as I'd been. Like, coming out of mm-hmm. that, I had about a two-week period where I couldn't get right mentally. Mm-hmm. I was I, – I could have – if it weren't for my kids, like, I could have just disappeared, mm-hmm. you know? Just drive mm-hmm. away till the gas runs out, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I was there. And, uh, that was kind of it. Like, okay, something's got to change. Like we have got to do something different now. And, um, and that's when we, I really kicked it into gear, losing the 50 pounds I needed to. I think I lost 45 or 46 and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. you're good enough. Yeah. And then we, we went, went down the road of the surgery. So. Well, and the thing about that, <clears throat> the surgery is, we, is, yeah. you know, we all know people that have done that Yep. Yep. and you know, it works for a while. Yep. And it's an extreme like yeah. change in lifestyle because yeah. we were talking about this before you came on. Like, you know, when you weigh five hundred twenty pounds, man, we we can tear it up. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? We can yeah. we can tear I was, it up on I the was buffets. The, the I was a, I mean, yeah. I could have meddled in the Olympics of buffets. <laughs> right. So I was definitely gonna be on the podium. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. going from basically just eating whatever you whatever. want, you know, yeah. to yeah. now you're limited and, and we don't need to get into like how many calories? Oh, like sure, that. sure. You're supposed to eat, yeah. but yeah. you know, limited on what you could eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, like, you know, really focusing on like why sometimes that doesn't work for people mm-hmm. is, you know, there was a reason that you got to 520 pounds. Yep. You know, and it's it's up here. Yeah. It, it's you know 100. percent So really, like, if, if you change like why you got to that point, right. like mentally. Yeah. You know, so now you 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 know you've lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. And if you can get right mentally and, and figure out, okay, why did I why did I get to that point? Yeah. And you know, have your reasons as as Aaron Davis says that mm-hmm. strong reasons weaken excuses. Yep. You know, so if your reasons and goals are strong enough, yep. then it's gonna you're gonna have a shift mentally into where now you're like I never want to get back there again and I'm going to yeah. do everything possible because having the weight loss surgery doesn't guarantee it doesn't that you will not result. weigh 520 right. pounds. Nope. Again. No, absolutely. Again. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's uh, I know more than one person who's passed away 
due to you know obesity. I mm-hmm. mean, ultimately, it's something else, but yeah, yeah, being obese killed him. Right. Um, and you find out afterwards, oh yeah, they had the gastric bypass or they had a gastric sleeve, and you're like, they were 375 pounds. Mm-hmm. How could they? Well, right. It's easy. Yeah. It, yeah. It's the same. It's the same deal. Yeah. And uh, and you're right. That metal part is is the biggest key. And for me, after surgery, that. Having having that support, which is ultimately what the surgery is, it's a support, it's a it's a tool. Right. Uh, having that support, um, you know, gave me the confidence to let's get out, get going again, let's walk, let's yeah. you know eat right, do those things, and and um, and so using that tool for what it's supposed to be, and changing the mental game. Like I was talking to you guys during break, like um, you were talking about allow yourself to be a mm-hmm. beginner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I have always been terrible to myself emotionally. Yeah. Terrible. Um, and some of my o- oldest memories are just horrible things you'd say or whatever to yourself. But I would always be able to give empathy and grace to just about everybody else, even people I can't stand. Mm-hmm. I can be supportive and empathetic and kind too. Um, but I would never be that kind to myself. And I still, I mean, still struggle with that you, now, uh, yeah. you know, and probably always will. Yeah. But as you're starting to lose weight, you're starting to feel better physically, you start to feel better emotionally, you can give yourself grace. Give mm-hmm. yourself a little bit of kindness so that if you make a mistake here, you make a poor choice here, you maybe didn't do what you're supposed to do these couple days, okay, well, it, it, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah. Just keep, let's keep world. moving. Right. You know, you're, you've got a goal in mind here. Let's keep moving forward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because we're all going to we're all gonna fall off the yeah. wagon. Yeah. We all do. Right. It's that Stupid. analogy are- about like, you know, you have a bad day yeah. and it's like, you know, you get a flat tire. You don't slash the other four tires. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Just right. like, right. that's a perfect analogy right. though, yeah. because it's so true. Like, yeah, something bad. That's how we, and we, that's how we sabotage ourselves. Oh, yeah. And it's easy to do because the fight is in your head. Absolutely. Like in real life, if you got a flat tire, no, you would never slash the rest of the tires. Like, no. cause that is an outward action and people would see that and they would think you were crazy, right. but you can think everything horrible about yourself in your head and nobody needs to well, know I mean, what you're fighting. Pe- in people your head. think people think two double whoppers and a diet Coke is crazy too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, or mm-hmm. three chicken sandwiches and two a diet chicken Coke, sandwiches like, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and a McDouble and sandwich. what was yeah. that, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> And fries, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Nick's no. in studio with us now, and we this is a continuation from Friday's yeah, conversation. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we all have those those sort of things. We'll give ourselves yeah. a break on this deal, but yeah, but get back on the horse. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, and so then, is it time for a break? Yeah. Okay. We so when we come back, yeah. Mike mm-hmm. Price made another life changing decision. Yeah. To join Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping. Yep. So we're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back. If you have any questions for us or Mike, you can reach mm-hmm. us. Starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. We'll be right back.